0: I'm guessing there's some point in your life where you have wondered what God's will was for you. You've asked yourself, should I marry this person that I'm in a relationship with? Uh, Should I even be in a relationship with this person? Uh, What college should I go to? What should I do for a career? Should I change careers or should I change jobs? Should I change churches? Should Should I move to another state? Whatever it is, we've been in these, these times where we ask ourselves, what is God's will? And, and maybe you're asking today, how do I know what God's will is? Well, don't go anywhere because that's exactly what we're going to talk about in today's video. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Thinking Out Loud with PJ. It's my goal on this channel to help you think different and help you think biblically. If that is the kind of content you are interested in, it would really encourage me if you would hit the subscribe button. My YouTube statistics tell me that most of you who are watching have not subscribed. So just take a minute, click that subscribe button. That's going to help the channel out a lot. That's going to encourage me a lot. And then As well, if this was an encouragement to you, hit the like button, leave a comment, tell me how it was encouraging to you, and of course, as always, share this video with somebody. So let's get right into it. Really, what I wanna do today is answer the question, how do I know God's will for my life? And I wanna answer that question by really giving you five things that you can do to help you know God's will. And I think you're gonna find that it is really a lot simpler than you might be thinking that it is. So number one thing that you should be doing is praying about it. Pray about whatever that decision is. Pray specifically and ask God to give you guidance regarding the future. Pray that God would close doors for you. Pray that God would make it abundantly clear to you what you should do. And then pray as well that God would prepare your heart for what that is. There's a lot of times that we pray about things, asking God for wisdom, but we kind of already have our mind made up. We already have figured out what we want to do, and so if God starts showing us something different, we fight about against that. So as you pray, pray with an open heart, pray uh, really, truly seeking God's will, and be looking for areas where God might be closing the door so that you know that the answer might be no. No. But as well, look for open doors and have the faith to walk through those open doors if God begins to answer that way. Number two, and this is one that I think a lot of people miss, is be faithful where you are right now. We get so focused on wanting to know what God's will is for the future that we forget to do what's in front of us right now. God has a plan for all of us, and and part of that includes where you're serving now. Whatever it is that you're doing now, if you're praying and asking God, should I take this new job, stay faithful in the job that you're doing now. If you're If you're praying about a ministry and saying, should I take on this new ministry, Stay faithful in the ministry that you're in now. We cannot let ourselves get distracted with what the future might hold and miss what God has for us right now. We cannot forget to do that. I also want to give you a little bit of encouragement as well this way. There are some things that we don't really need to pray about. There are some things that we don't need to seek God's will. So if we're faithful to obey right now, uh, some of that's just going to be easy. 1 Thessalonians 4.3 says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality. I use that as an illustration. If you're praying and saying, God, should I be in this relationship, or is this relationship good for me, and you're participating in the things mentioned in 1 Thessalonians, you don't even need to be praying about that. God has said those things are wrong, and there are several things in the Bible that you can see. If you're praying about a new job, that new job is going to keep you from regularly gathering with other believers then you know this is not a job that I should take because God's will for my life is that I would regularly gather and with believers and be involved in a local church. That's clear. There are things that we don't need to pray about. There are things if we're just faithful where we are and we're obedient where we are, we're going to understand that that's what God has for us. On the other side of that, sometimes we are, uh, sometimes we get a little a discontent where we are, and we think the grass is greener in this other ministry when really God just wants us to be faithful where we are. So stay there. Be faithful until God clearly moves you on. Number three, how do I know God's will for my life? Number three, study God's word. Be in God's word. God's word is clear that he he says this in 2 Peter 1:3 his divine power has granted us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us according to his own glory, and excellence. That verse there is telling us clearly that that God actually has already answered your prayer. He has already told you what his will is. In a lot of ways, we just need to dig into God's word. We need to study God's word. No, it doesn't clearly say thou shalt marry this person or thou shalt take that job. But the the precepts and the truths and the knowledge of God, as you study that, you are going to clearly begin to understand the things that you should be doing for God and what his will is for your life. At number four, I want to encourage you to seek godly advice. I think this is another one that we miss so much. Proverbs 11, 14, where there is no guidance, a people fall, but In abundance of counselors, there is safety. Man, this, I think, is a lot like praying for something. We pray with our mind made up, and when we go to godly counselors and they start to tell us what we don't want to hear then we ignore them. And I would encourage you not to do that. God has given them wisdom for a reason. Seek counselors that are older than you. Seek counselors that are farther along in their Christian faith than you. Talk to your pastor. Find out what they would say about these decisions and weigh all of it as you make that decision. Realize that God uses people in our lives to to help us understand his will. God uses people to speak his word into our life, and that's what this idea of having godly counselors is. Don't make this decision on your own or just within your family. Go and speak to other people that you trust, other people that you know will tell you the truth, not just what you want to hear, and seek godly advice. And once you seek that advice, listen to it and hear what they have to say. Number five, number five, I think I've saved. I feel like for me, I've saved the best for last. Number five, put God's good over your own good. This is a big one. Put God's good over your own good. It is too easy for us to really make these decisions because it's what we want. What does the world tell us all the time? The world tells us, do what makes you happy. And that cannot be a more unbiblical statement. Now, I'm going to tell you in a minute that it is possible to do what makes you happy, but but we can't just do what makes us happy happy for the sake of making our own selves happy. What we need to do is we need to do what is going to be good for the kingdom of God. Matthew six thirty three says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then everything else is going to be added to you. If you make that decision, seeking first God's good, seeking first the kingdom of God, then everything else is just going to fall into place. And we need to remember that. We need to think about that. Am I taking this job? Do I want to move my family across the country for my own good? Because this is better pay or or this is, you know, whatever the situation is. Or am I making a decision based on the fact that it is going to give me an opportunity to advance the kingdom of God? We so often put ourselves first and God second when God says we are to put, our, put him first and us second second. And here's how I really want to encourage you with this. If you go to Psalm 37, four and five, the psalmist writes, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. It says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. If we're delighting in God, if we're reading the Bible, if we're praying, if we're seeking godly counsel, and we're truly saying, I want God's will for my life, I want God to be first, whatever it is, that's what I want. If we're truly doing that and putting him first in our life, then he's going to give us what the desires of our heart is. The key is the desire of our heart will be his desire. He is going to literally change our hearts. So we want what he wants. So when we say, well, I'm not going to take that job. I'm not going to move across the country, even though it seems better for me. Well, we're going to be joyful for that because we're going to say, you know what? No, this is what God has for me. This is the desire of my heart to to stay here in my local church or whatever the decision might be. Guys, five things that we need to be doing. If you want to know God's will, and the key is search with an open heart, put him first. And, and remember, there are things that we don't even have to pray about. There are things in Scripture that are clear as can be. I trust that this video has been an encouragement to you. Once again, if it has, hit the like button. Let me know how God maybe has used this video in your heart. Drop it down in the comments and tell me. Feel free to share this with somebody else that you think it might help. And again, hit the subscribe, hit the little bell so you don't miss anything I post weekly. We'll see you in the next video.